Hello, this is Gurmeher from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 3rd of May. The union government plans to establish a committee led by the cabinet secretary to address genuine concerns faced by the LGBTQIA plus community, the centre informed the Supreme Court today. The announcement came during the hearing of a case regarding same-sex marriage. Solicitor General Tushar Mehta said, and I quote, The government is positive. The committee will go into the problems faced by the community and try as far as possible and legally permissible to see they are addressed. Unquote. According to the government, the committee will be formed with an understanding that the issues faced by the community will span across various ministries. Senior advocate A.M. Singhvi, representing the petitioners, requested that the hearing continue, as the government has assured that only administrative changes will be made. However, Justice S. Ravindra Bhatt noted that even though the government called it an administrative change, substantive changes, including changes in law, must be considered. Mehta clarified that the committee would only make changes that are legally permissible. Therefore, the union government has agreed to address the issues faced by the LGBTQIA community and a committee will be formed to consider the suggestions put forward by the petitioners. India's ranking in the World Press Freedom Index has slid 11 spots to 161 out of 180 countries, according to the latest report released by a global media watchdog, Reporters Without Borders. This marks a decline from India's 2022 ranking of 150. In contrast, Pakistan's ranking has improved, moving up from 157 in 2022 to 150 this year. Sri Lanka has also made significant progress, ranking 135 this year compared to 146 in 2022. The World Press Freedom Index is released every year by RSF, an international NGO with consultative status with the United Nations. The objective of the index is to compare the level of press freedom enjoyed by journalists and media in various countries and territories in the previous calendar year. According to RSF, press freedom is defined as, and I quote, the ability of journalists as individuals and collectives to select, produce and disseminate news in public interest independent of political, economic, legal and social interference and in the absence of threats to their physical and mental safety, unquote. The top three positions in the index are occupied by the Nordic countries of Norway, Ireland and Denmark, while Vietnam, China and North Korea are ranked at the bottom. Listeners, the Congress is leaving no stone unturned in its quest to oust the BJP from power with their campaign centred around the issue of corruption. The party's workers are taking to the streets, knocking on doors and promising the people a better tomorrow with their welfare schemes, including the highly popular Indira Canteen and a revamped public distribution system. In the midst of all this, Bumai, who has managed to win the Shegao constituency thrice since 2008, is facing stiff opposition from the Congress, which has held the seat since 1957. While Bumai is basking in the glow of recent quota announcement, concerns over jobs and corruptions may just be his Achilles heels in this election. To know more, read my colleague Sumedha's report titled on Bomai Turf, Amid Kota Cheer, Disquite Over Jobs, Corruption, Journey from Secularism to Hindutva. We're able to bring you such analysis and reports only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. A subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. Today, the Supreme Court rejected the plea of Balwan Singh Rajona to commute his death sentence to life imprisonment in the Bayan Singh assassination case. 
The court, however, left the decision to the government to consider Rajona's mercy petition when it deems necessary. Rajona was sentenced to death in 2007 for killing of the former chief minister Bian Singh, who was assassinated in August 1995. Rajona's mercy petition has been pending since 2012. In its judgment, the court noted that the stand of the Ministry of Home Affairs to defer the decision on the mercy petition, stating, and I quote, We have directed the competent authority to deal with the mercy petition as and when they deem necessary and take a further decision, unquote. Rajona's plea for mercy has been hanging in limbo despite the government's decision in 2019 to spare his life in commemoration of the 550th birthday anniversary of Gurunanak Dev Ji. Rajona expressed frustration in his petition to the Supreme Court about the government's silence on his repeated pleas regarding his mercy petition. In a 2021 hearing, Solicitor General Tushar Mehta had highlighted the gravity of the crime, including allegations of involvement of Khalistani elements and pending appeals of other co-accused in the Apex Court. The court had previously ruled that the pendency of appeals of co-accused cannot delay the process initiated under Article 72 of the Constitution. The recent decision means that the government must consider Rajona's mercy petition at its discretion. Former Water and Power Consultancy Services Limited Chairman Rajinder Kumar Gupta and his son have been arrested by the Central Bureau of Investigation for allegedly amassing wealth disproportionate to known sources of income. The agency has seized cash, fixed deposit receipts, key of bank lockers and account details from various banks, with a total value of around 38.38 crore rupees from the accused. The CBI initiated searches at multiple locations in Delhi, Gurugram, Chandigarh, Sonipat and Ghazibad after registering a case against Gupta, his wife, son and daughter-in-law. The CBI alleged that Gupta had possessed disproportionate assets beyond his known sources of income between 2011 and 2019. The searches revealed that the accused had immovable properties including flats, commercial properties and a farmhouse spread across Delhi, Gurugram, Panchkula, Sonipat and Chandigarh. Along with the cash, the CBI has seized a significant amount of jewellery and other valuable items. Anusa Jack Longsopom, a well-known critic of the Laos government, was shot dead in a late-night attack in the country's capital city on Saturday. Longsopom had run the Driven by Keyboard Facebook page where people dared to express criticism of the communist authorities. Security cameras captured the attack that took place at a coffee shop with footage showing a gunman entering the cafe and firing twice at Longsoform, who died on the way to the hospital. Human Rights Watch has condemned the Lao government's apparent apathy towards seeking justice for the activist killing. Human Rights Watch also noted that Lao authorities have often not responded adequately to attacks against government critics, human rights defenders and political activists. Laos is a one-party state where authorities use legal restriction and intimidation tactics against the state critics, according to the US political advocacy group Freedom House. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. 
pay for news, protect democracy, save the world.